We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Well, I may have to suspend my allegiance to the rule that news is something that doesn't happen very often. I've said before, we write about the planes that crash, not the ones that land, because the ones that crash are out of the ordinary. But in um, the first slot today on our docket of a Wednesday Bruce Hooley show is uh, the least surprising news story of the day. Uh, The stolen car that crashed into a... Columbus fire truck sending four Columbus firefighters to the hospital, not to the uh, scene where they were to investigate a gas leak. Um, I know it's going to shock you. The juveniles involved in the stolen car all had a criminal record. Yes, that is the least surprising headline of the day, and this is where we begin on 98.9 The Answer and 94.5. The answer, you have to laugh at this because getting angry hasn't done any good, hasn't stopped it, won't stop it. We have people in positions to stop it who won't do what they need to do because they are afraid that they will take criticism for it or will be labeled with labels that don't bother me but apparently bother them a lot. But, of course, labels don't keep me from getting elected because I'm employed, not elected. People like Andrew Ginther, Zach Klein, city councilman, they're elected, so they have to stay on the good side of those that they presume don't want their neighborhoods to be safer, don't want juveniles incarcerated for stealing cars, don't want kids who steal guns and use guns to be treated like adults because they've made really bad adult decisions. So here are the details. Uh, We had the crash, of course, on Monday, Uh, five juveniles. Ages 12 to 16, by the way, shout out to uh, Channel 10 for the reporting on this one. Uh, Five juveniles ranging in age from 12 to 16. Who do you think was driving the stolen Kia? That's right. The 12-year-old was driving the stolen Kia. Uh, How many guns found inside the stolen Kia? If you said four, you're a winner. Four guns found inside the stolen Kia. This uh, does not sit well, as you might expect, with the uh, fire union president, Steve Stein. wouldn't sit well. It doesn't sit well with me. But Mr. Stein has a lot more skin in the game because it's his job to protect his Columbus firefighters. And he's not wrong when he says to Channel 10, something like this is completely avoidable. To my understanding, and here's where we get into the ongoing failures of our juvenile court system, our prosecutor in town, our mayor's office, our city council, our police chief, our assistant chief, our inspector general. Notice nowhere on that list did I list actual 
Columbus police officers because the ones that I talk to all know how to fix this. They just know that when they say how to fix it, like remember Operation Game Over, the initiative to dramatically reduce stolen cars by juveniles, the people who came up with that initiative, officers and investigators from the Columbus Police Department, they were called racists by the juvenile court judges. Not a pleasant thing. Hence, probably not something that those who got behind the first Operation Game Over are ready to go back because it's not that much fun to be called a racist once, let alone twice. But back to the fire union president, Steve Stein. He says, virtually every one of these kids in the car had multiple guns in the car. Now, that's not right because they found four guns. There were five kids in the car, so a little less than one gun per kid. Oh, he continued. Maybe I didn't give him credit because he qualified his statement. He says, virtually every one of the kids in the car had multiple guns in the car, had previous criminal records. Yeah, there you go. You know that's true. He says, that tells me someone in the criminal justice system is not doing their job. Hey, welcome to 2023 in Columbus, Ohio, Mr. Stein. He said, the result of this is four Columbus firefighters were hospitalized. Yes, they were. They're all out now. That's good. That is a very good thing. Uh, Again, shout out to Channel 10 for the reporting on this. The 12-year-old who was driving the stolen car. Remember, we're Memorial Day weekend, okay? What was Memorial Day? The 29th? The 29th. The 12-year-old was arrested on May 18th, 11 days before, for stealing a car and was sent home on an ankle monitor. Stole a car, 12 years old, sent home with an ankle monitor. 11 days later, In on the stealing of a car, maybe he didn't mastermind it, but he was driving it. He crashed it, 12 years old. Doesn't have a license. The charges for the juveniles range from assault to receiving stolen property to aggravated robbery. So the five kids who were in the car seemed to me to have done enough that they should not have been out on a frolic in a stolen car on Memorial Day. All five of them had previously been Involved in assault, receiving stolen property, or aggravated robbery. Not jaywalking, not shoplifting, not curfew violations. These are kids who are making willful, defiant decisions to flout the law. And why? Because when they do it, they're not punished for it. Columbus Police Commander Alan Bainan tells 10TV, I am absolutely disgusted by this. There were four firefighters that were transported to the hospital, a piece of vital equipment to public safety taken out of service. There were citizens' lives put in jeopardy by the driving of the juvenile. There is absolutely no reason for juveniles to possess a handgun with an extended magazine full of ammunition. No reason for that. Well, sure there is. Because when he got out of line before, 
the justice system in the city did nothing about it. That is why he would have a reasonable expectation to believe that they will do nothing about it this time. Which we wait to see what they will do. But are you confident that they will take this kid off the street? Now, I had a police officer very, very up-to-date on all the goings-on. He says the Kia boys, the ones who steal all the cars, it gets depressing when you think about the number of them who are stealing cars. And by the way, the Kia boys, in what is another headline that is not the least bit shocking, so it doesn't really qualify as news, but it is news because I'm leading with it. Over the weekend, we had a nice couple from Fairfield County came down to Columbus, going to enjoy the downtown of Columbus on a beautiful weekend day. They drove their Kia Sportage. It had the update, the software update from Kia, so you couldn't start it with a phone charger, and guess what happened? Again, good guess. Yes, it was stolen in broad daylight. Now, the only good news here is that their son's Bible was in the back seat. And according to WSYX, the thieves took the young man's Bible. I hope they took it to read it, not pawn it, or start a fire with it, or prop up a chair with a short leg with it. I don't know, but they definitely need to read it. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, here we go. More of the same. More of the same. Kia's software update apparently did nothing. To stop this theft, they had the free anti-theft device installed by Kia, which is now being offered by Kia and Hyundai to stop the spike of stolen vehicles across the country. The wife says, I'm not going to give her names, no point in giving her name. She told WSYX Channel 6, I wouldn't say I thought my car was 100% protected, but I thought we had some guarantee that at least it would not be drivable, and that's not the case. Oh, yes, I left out that. Little factoid. Kia, in their software update, didn't promise that the cars would be unstealable, but they did say they would not be drivable if somebody tried to steal. What was Kia's response to Channel 6? Here you go. Kia is aware of this report. We are in contact with this customer to learn more about this specific situation and to expedite repairs to their vehicle. We remain confident that the software update we developed works as designed by restricting the operation of the vehicle's ignition system. Well, apparently not. Because it doesn't work. It didn't stop the car from being driven. Now, I haven't even gotten to what these incidents demonstrate about the way we are trending in the city of Columbus. Because these things do not happen in a vacuum. You know we had a bunch of cars stolen, 10,000 last year. Are we still, in light of the Kia and uh, the Kia software update, still having Kias stolen? (laughs) Well, I have statistics for you. And what does it mean now that we have uh, groups of people gathering and causing disturbances in our city? That's a trend, too. We'll update you next. So the five juveniles who crashed into a Columbus fire truck on Labor Day all have records, according to 10TV's investigation. The stolen car that crashed into the fire truck was driven by a 12-year-old who 11 days earlier had been arrested for stealing a car and was sent home with an ankle monitor 
the charges of the juveniles in the car who had in their possession four guns, their previous criminal activities included assault, pretty serious, receiving stolen property, demonstrates a willingness to engage in criminal acts, and aggravated robbery. There's your criminal act. But don't worry. Don't worry. Franklin County Prosecutor Gary Tyak is on the case. He says it is his office's job to teach these kids a lesson before it is too late. Hmm. You're saying, wait, this kid stole a car, stole another car. Assault, receiving stolen property, aggravated robbery. When does Mr. Tyak think we might be... That's the point of too late. I think we're all going, yo, Gary, wake up. It's too late, my friend. No, here's Gary Tyak's quote. It is our job to at least put the fear of the current situation into their minds that they realize when this is all over that they can be dead. Their friends can be dead. Yeah, my guess is they probably know friends who are dead because we did have, what, a 14-year-old killed in a crash of a stolen car? Would Gary Tyak at that point in time, several months ago, have been interested enough to perhaps beef up the penalties for such activity that might have perhaps kept the kid driving this car that crashed into the fire truck on May 29th? Mr. Tyak apparently not interested enough in his crimes to have taken him out of circulation when he stole a car on May 18th? Apparently not. Apparently, maybe, maybe. Maybe crashing the fire truck, knocking it on its side. and uh, Maybe it didn't knock on its side. I think that was the Marion Medics vehicle that got knocked on its side over the weekend. I lose track with all the crashes into uh, first responders here in Central Ohio. Maybe Mr. Tyak has reached his limit. His limit is, what, two stolen cars by this 12-year-old and a crash into a fire truck? Maybe the young man violated the number of firemen or first responders you can send to the hospital, and now Gary Tyak is interested? I don't know. He didn't, leave. he didn't list his standard. He didn't list his limit. But apparently it wasn't one stolen car by this 12-year-old because he'd already done that. Now, what is the trend in stolen cars? Well, we have a couple. Of course, the trend is to steal the car. But, I mean, we're past that trend. We've kind of gotten stale on that trend. That's not enough to thrill these young criminals. They've posted that on social media. Now the trend is to crash the stolen car into a school or a business. They film that. They show it on social media. Or the latest trend, and those of you in Clintonville have lived through this, They have a large gathering of people who come into central Ohio from who knows where, some here, some elsewhere. They rent a home, and they have a big party at which they act like fools, shoot their guns, burn rubber, peel out, and the cops have to clean this mess up. We had a mass shooting, lots of gunfire at least. In a block party on the southeast side early Monday morning, five people wounded, three of them under the age of 20. I wonder if any of them had criminal records. What do you think? Probably not. Probably all National Honor Society students. Probably all come from two-parent homes. We're all super solid young people headed off to 
Ivy League schools on full academic scholarships, no doubt. Uh, The neighbors said that hundreds of people were at the party. Uh, Brian Steele, who's the head of FOP Lodge 9, says these parties are created on social media for chaos. People come even from out of state. They rent the home. They trash the home. Late in April, this happened in Clintonville. When the cops tried to break it up, oh, the uh, respondents reacted uh, as you would expect them to react. They started shooting at Columbus police. So this is a trend. The other trend is lots of stolen cars in Columbus also provide an opportunity for lots of stolen guns in Columbus. This has been something that several police officers have asked me to keep in confidence until it was reported because I guess my presumption is, just a presumption, that perhaps these cops talk to me because they know that I won't out them. But now that this has been reported by Channel 6 and Channel 10, that gun thefts are up and that often these guns are recovered from stolen cars and that often these stolen guns are the guns used in these shootings around town. It's fair game. By the way, did you know that on the night we had the first instance of the widespread violence in the short north, we had 10 people shot, three different shootings, Did you know that there was a man shot and killed just before 5 a.m. that day near Whittier and Parsons? I did not know that. That was not reported because, of course, we had our attention averted to the short north where, by the way, yesterday, Andrew Ginther, the mayor of Columbus, was gloating in a tweet about how he's looking so forward to hosting the National Conference of Mayors this weekend. And I'm sure they'll be at... uh, various establishments in the short north and that the mayor will be trumpeting and talking about what a great city he stewards. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and bet he will not be talking about the proliferation of stolen cars, the proliferation of these street takeovers, nor the stolen gun problem nor the repeat juvenile offender problem, nor the failing, abysmal failing rates of reading and math comprehension in Columbus City Schools, nor the fact that Columbus City Schools is now marshalling its forces not to beef up its reading and math comprehension scores, but marshalling its forces to get plenty of students, faculty, and everyone else Organized so they can take part in the big sodomy parade celebrating the LGBTQ alphabet mafia in mid-June in Columbus. That's what Columbus City Schools are doing.